Welcome to the Dropping the Last 5 Pounds podcast. My name is Magali, I'm your coach, and I'm going to give you all the tips and tricks on how to lose weight, what diets really work, and what it actually takes to get results. Because you, my friend, are not here to waste any more time. I'm going to give you the facts, I'm going to debunk the BS, and I'm going to motivate you and kick your ass into action. Ready to live your healthiest and happiest life? Let's do this. What's up, guys? Welcome back to the podcast here at Coach Magali, welcoming you to another show. So in today's episode, I'm going to talk about a topic that gets asked about a lot, and that is basically how long can I expect to see results? How much time is this going to take? How do I know that it's taking way too long and how do I know I'm not wasting my time? kind of questions. And the thing about this question is it's extremely complex, but it's also quite simple. And I'm going to get into those two different categories and what I mean by that. But I just first want to start off by saying that everything I mentioned in this episode, you have to consider your own individual relation to it. Not everything I say is going to be related to you. Not everything is going to apply to you. Not everything is going to be helpful to you. And that is because you are an individual very different from me, very different from the clients that I coach, unless you're a client listening. Hey, what's up? Or you're very different from anybody else that you're you know, listening to on this topic. And that is just a quick disclaimer. Like I'm not going to have all the answers for you in this episode and that's nearly impossible. So Take the information that you learned today with a grain of salt, take what relates to you, take what information you think can help you, take what actually matters to you, and then leave the rest and do with it whatever you'd like. So with that being said, let's get into answering this very complex yet very simple question. So the first thing that I want to say, the simple answer is if you're being consistent, if you're doing all the right things that you need to be doing, you can expect to see results in about 6 to 12 months. That, that's where we can end the episode. But then I know in your mind, you're like, but, but what about this? But it's been six months and I haven't, but uh, I've been doing it for a year and I don't feel like I'm there yet. Like so many different questions come up, right? And that's where it gets complex because those kinds of questions require more analysis. But simply stated, if you are consistent with your program, if you are doing everything you need to be doing, you can expect to see significant results in six to 12 months. It can be a lot sooner than that if you're extremely consistent, if you have great genetics, whatever the case may be, or it can take longer if you have a very stressful life, you're not really consistent, you're kind of on and off. That's the simple answer. So if you were looking for a quick, here you go, that's it. Now, where it gets complex is because everyone's different, you know, and that that exact point that I just made earlier, everyone is different and therefore everybody's going to have a different set of answers to that question. The first thing that I want to kind of discuss is it's probably going to take a little bit longer than you think. And I say that because we have this unrealistic expectation when it comes to working out and seeing progress and weight loss that it's going to happen in an instant. If I just stick really strictly to this meal plan, then I'm going to get it in this time because this person got it in this time. And just to give yourself realistic goals expect it to take a little bit longer, a couple months longer than you think it is. Like if you're thinking I want to lose 20 pounds in three months, give it another two or three months to be safe. And that's not to say you can't reach it before the six months. That's not to say that's not to say that it's not possible and that you can't do it. And, you know, this be a source of discouragement for you. That's not what I'm saying. 
But I am saying that people tend to underestimate how long it's going to take, not just because of how the process works, but because their people are just impatient. People don't like to wait around. We live in an instant gratification world where we want everything now, quick, easy, and weight loss just isn't like that. Sustainable, healthy weight loss isn't like that. So expect it to take a lot longer than you think it's going to. Have more patience than you think you need and just focus on like eventually you'll get there. Like as long as you keep doing the steps that you're taking and you keep being consistent, whether it takes you three months, six months, where you're, you're going to get there. So it's not a matter of if the result's going to come, it's going to come. It's if you're going to be willing to stay as consistent and patient as you need to enough time to see it happen. So that's the first point. The next thing, a little bit more specifics on answering this question is here are a few rules that you need to be following for me to even begin to answer this question because if these criteria are not being met, there's not much I can answer because the the, the answer is going to be in the first point. Let me explain what I'm talking about. So if you've been doing something, a workout routine, a diet regimen, whatever the case may be, and you're asking yourself, how long will I can I expect to see progress? How long is it going to take for me to see the results that I want to see? You need to be doing these few things 80% or more of the time, meaning five days or more out of the week. Step one, be in a calorie deficit. This is the thing that most people don't do. So, people start this really incredible diet, you know, they're cutting out all these things or they're starting this regimen, whatever. And a few months go by and they're like, dude, I'm not losing any weight. What's going on? How long is this going to take? And they tell me like, I'm eating less, I'm eating healthy, I'm eating this. But if you haven't lost weight in a month or more and your weight has not budged in the downward direction, that is by definition not being in a calorie deficit. That's not like an opinion. That's not, it depends on the person. That's a physical sign. Like that's just fact. Like there's no way around that. It's like gravity affects us all. That's what that is. So if you're not being 80% of the time consistent with your calorie deficit, meaning that in a week, five out of the seven days, you're hitting your calorie goals and key, making sure that that goal is actually a calorie deficit for you because you can be tracking your calories and not be in a calorie deficit and not lose weight and think, oh, it's the calorie counting that doesn't work. No, it's just you are not actually in a calorie deficit. There's many equations. I'm going to link a video below that I share to literally everybody who ever asked me this question, how to find the calorie deficit for you. But there's so many resources to figure that number out. And sometimes the number that you find isn't exactly correct. And you're going to have to course correct and adjust it over time because it's it might have been too high, too low, whatever. Um, but yeah, you need to be in a calorie deficit 80% of the time. Otherwise, the rest of the steps don't matter and you're not going to see results ever because you're not in the, you're not doing the most important thing. Losing weight and losing fat comes from being in a calorie deficit. If you don't have that component, you can be working out like crazy. You can be eating all the healthy foods. You can be drinking tons of water, managing your stress, sleeping well, all of those things. And it'll be good for you. You'll still be healthier, but the weight loss isn't going to happen. And that's why most people get stuck, get discouraged, and quit because they're not even in a calorie deficit to begin with. So make sure you're in a calorie deficit. Check out the video below if you need to figure that out for yourself. And if it's not the right number, if you're not seeing the results within two to three weeks, then maybe go down a little bit, maybe go higher. You know, you have to kind of navigate that on your own and figure out the best number for you. But yeah, be in a calorie deficit 80% or more of the time. The second step, you need to be training consistently and training hard. 
way too many people go on the treadmill, walk at a really slow turtle pace when they can go faster, you know, check off the 30 minutes at the gym today, but you know that it wasn't really a workout. It was just like a, a BS walk on the on the treadmill. And hey, there's nothing wrong with that every once in a while. And if you're just beginning, that might be a great first step into getting you in the gym and getting you active and all of those things. There's a time and a place for it. But once you've been doing this for a couple months, when you start asking the question, how long is this going to take? And you're still doing the same intensity, the same kinds of workouts. You're not progressing. You're not going harder. You're not doing it smartly. Then your body isn't going to have a reason to change now if you did just the the calorie deficit and you made sure you were in one you would drop weight but then the problem is you wouldn't build any muscle you wouldn't have any shape you would just get smaller and many many people reach that goal and they don't train and they lose weight and they're like i'm not happy i don't like how i look i'm just skin and bones if that's your goal cool but the majority of you don't want that and i know that because i've had many conversations with many different women in my dms in person my own clients everybody wants to lose weight but also improve the appearance of their body by putting on muscle in the right areas so if you're not training hard consistently if you're not putting in that effort if you're not working on getting better every single week month by month your body isn't going to have a reason to grow it's not going to have a reason to change and when the body doesn't have a reason to do anything it's not going to do it we are creatures of habit we like comfort we are lazy so if there's no reason to push ourselves we're not going to naturally do it and the body instinctively does the same thing so You need to be training hard consistently 80% of the week, meaning five out of the seven days that you train. If you train less than that, 80% of that needs to be high intensity, needs to be intentional, and it needs to be progressing every week so that your body has the stimulus and the reason to grow and shape itself the way that you want it to be shaped. But if you're not training consistently, if you're not putting in the effort, if you're not pushing yourself and getting stronger and lifting more weight over time then the result isn't going to come. It's just not going to happen. So you need to be in a calorie deficit 80% of the time and training hard consistently 80% of the time. The last one that I want to put in here that you need to be doing 80% of the time is consuming enough protein. By now, you're probably bored of hearing about all the benefits that protein has, but it goes without saying that it is the most important thing you can be eating in a fat loss slash building muscle phase. And the reason for that is protein helps prevent muscle loss when you're in a calorie deficit. When you're losing weight, your body is in a negative standing, so everything will decrease. Not just your body fat, but also your muscle. So if you don't have adequate protein, the body is not going to have a reason to keep that muscle around, and it's just going to let it go with that weight loss. So you'll drop pounds, and you'll be super excited, but you'll be losing all your gains. You'll be losing all your hard work. So again, if you're in a calorie deficit and you're training really, really, really hard, but that protein content isn't there, as the weight loses, you'll lose a lot of that muscle too. And that's the last thing you want to be doing because that's why you're going to the gym and working hard to build it, not to lose it, right? So if you want an answer to the question, how long can I wait to see results? You need to be doing 80% of the time the following three things. You need to be in a calorie deficit 80% of the time. You need to be training hard and consistently 80% of the time, and you need to be hitting your protein goal 80% of the time. A good, you know, goal to hit out with the protein is one gram per pound of body weight, and if that's too high, 0.8 grams per pound of body weight. If that's too high, pick a number that's realistic for you and over time build up to that 0.8 
to one. So if you weigh 150, you want to have 120 to 150 grams of protein. And if that's still too high, then you kind of just pick a target that's easier for you to do. So let's say you're doing all of these three things and you're doing it consistently. You're being honest about it. You're 100% sure you're in a calorie deficit. You're noticing changes. Now, how long can you expect to lose weight? So if you're doing all of these things, the average expected weight loss rate is one to two pounds of body weight per week. It can be upwards of three pounds per week if you're extremely obese or overweight, or it can be a lot less than one if you're relatively lean and you're just trying to drop like five or seven pounds. So if you see one to two pounds of body weight, it can either be four pounds a month or eight pounds a month. Or if you're losing three, it can be 12 pounds a month or it could be three pounds a month. The number is so variable among so many different people. But a good rate of weight loss is between one to two pounds of weight per week. So if you're losing a pound a week, you're doing great. You're doing what the average person is getting. It's incredible. Most people don't even get to that number. And I've heard so many women get discouraged because they're like, I've only lost four pounds this month and I'm so discouraged. I wanted to lose 10. I'm like, four pounds is average. It's good. It's what most people cannot attain. So if you're losing anything more than that per month, then you're killing it. You're absolutely killing it. Now, does this mean that the months that you don't lose weight, if you like say, for example, one month you didn't lose, you just lost two pounds, is that a waste of a month? Did you make no progress? Well, it depends why that happened. Did you not, were you not as consistent? Were you eating more than you should have? Were you going out more often? Were you not training as consistently? Did you fall off the gym? I mean, you got to ask these different questions because it, yeah, it does make sense. Let's say you wanted to lose 16 pounds. So based on the average, you can be losing 16 pounds in four months, but let's say it took you seven. And you're like, why did it take me so much longer? Well, maybe during two or three of those months where it got crazy, you kind of fell off the gym a little bit, started overeating a little bit more, and then finally got back got back on track two months later. So you had a little bit of a period of fall, which happens in life. It's totally normal. And that's why I say it sometimes takes longer than expected because these situations arise. But let's say that happened. Seven months to lose 16 pounds with inconsistency is still good because you got it. You achieved it. Yeah, it's a little bit longer than you expected, but you got it. And so that rate is to show you like what you can expect to happen. And if you are hitting those rates and you're doing amazing, you're doing incredible. And if you're not, well, then it's time to ask the question, what am I doing that I'm what am I doing that I shouldn't be doing or what am I not doing that I should be doing? Where can I make improvements? And I think that this mindset is missing in a lot of people because when they don't see the result, when they don't see the scale reflect the number that they want to be seeing. They just get discouraged and want to give up and, and stop instead of being like, hey, what is going on here? What am I not doing that I should be doing? Where am I making mistakes? What can I work on to improve the chances of me getting that result faster or more effectively or more efficiently? And I feel like not enough people have this mindset of trying to be proactive and, and instead let the situation fall, make them fall off track and just give up completely when all they could have done is just asked a few simple questions. So yeah, the average weight loss rate can be one to two pounds per week. It can be lower if you're leaner. It can be higher if you're more overweight, but that's a pretty good average um, on how to be tracking that and making sure that you're on track. So just do the math. If you're trying to lose 16 pounds, it could be anywhere from two months if you're losing eight pounds a month, or it could be four months if you're losing four pounds a month. If you're trying to lose 30 pounds, if you're losing one pound a week, it could be up to seven and a half months. Or if you're doing more than that and your body's responding faster, you can 
drop it in less than that three-ish months now that's a big difference right and that's why variability and individuality is so important to consider it's not an easy answer to give you like you're gonna lose it in this if you do this you're gonna lose it in this it's because there are so many things that go into this equation so many factors so many influences that it's impossible to know exactly how long it's going to take you and why i always say play it safe and always overestimate so that you're not constantly getting discouraged when the when the when you meet that you know deadline and you haven't achieved the goal because if you're making progress even if you're not exactly where you need to be or where you want to be at that time you're still making progress you're you're closer than you were when you started and that's important to acknowledge yourself for and give yourself credit so that's a more scientific more numerical objective way to look at rate of progress and how to know you're making uh you're making moves in the right direction so the next thing that i want to discuss is having non-scale victory goals And what I mean by this, I'm sure you've heard the term before, but just in case you haven't, it's having goals and things to keep track of that are not related to the scale. And while I think the scale can be an incredibly useful tool, and I don't think you should ditch it completely unless you want to, you're free to do as you choose, but I think having it as a tool is is, uh, beneficial. But having non-scale victories like having more energy, getting better sleep, not feeling as stressed out anymore how are my clothes fitting how are the progress photos looking how is my endurance you know am i able to climb the stairs without getting as winded am i able to run around and keep up with my kids without getting winded three seconds in am i able to take pictures of myself with my family and not feel ashamed and ugly and like i don't want them to be taken like i can take the picture and appreciate the moment and be happy All of these different things are not related to a scale, uh, a number on the scale, but they are just as important, if not more important than the number that come that reads off a scale to you. So if you're not seeing the result that you want with the scale in that particular moment, but you have all these other non-scale victories in, in your radar and things you've accomplished and things you're noticing, that doesn't mean you're failing. That doesn't mean that you're behind. Like you're having all of this incredible progress in other areas. You're just choosing to ignore it because you're fixated on the scale. And I'll tell you something about the scale, you guys. Sometimes it decides to do random shit for no reason. And you could be 100% on track. You could be doing everything perfectly fine. And you'll see a spike the following week. And you're left wondering, what the fuck is wrong with this? And that is normal. That happens. It could be because of your period. It, It could be because you're bloated. It could be because you just drank water. I mean, so many different things, right? But then also you can have like a really shitty week with your nutrition, you fell off track with your training and you wake up the following week lighter and you're like, what? How is this even possible? Like the scale can act contradictory to your actions sometimes and it has nothing to do with you and it has nothing to do with your actions. Sometimes it's just what happens. So instead of like worrying about day-to-day fluctuations or week to week, what I like to do and what I like to prescribe to my clients is doing daily weigh-ins and so basically every day in the morning they weigh themselves they track their weight and what I'm looking for is an overall trend of that line on that graph to go slightly downward because sometimes day to day you're going to fluctuate up and down up and down and it's going to look like nothing is happening or maybe you're even gaining weight but if you look at it zoomed out from a long-term perspective and see that trend line overall going downward that's what we're looking for all that to say though 
the important thing about my point about not having just the scale as a thing you're keeping track of is because it's going to play games on you sometimes. You can't rely on it all the time to tell you the truth and the whole story. So having a list of other things that you can keep track of that are important to you, that matter to you, make that list custom to you. Make sure that you are choosing things that you actually care about and if they improved in your life, you would be genuinely happy so that when you're in those moments of the scale not moving, when you're not seeing progress, when the deadline quote-unquote has come and you're still not where you want to be, you have all these other things to fall back on and to look on and say I'm proud of myself because I achieved these things even though I'm not at the weight that I want to be I achieved this and that is just as important just as valuable just as crucial to do as tracking your weight so like I said I gave you the numbers I gave you the specifics on how to know how long it'll take for you on average because again there are no guarantees there is no way to absolutely guarantee anything And now you know what to do when you're stalling, when you're not really seeing the results as fast as you'd like because, hey, sometimes that happens. So now it's just a matter of staying consistent and waiting the game out. You know, unfortunately, like I mentioned earlier, a lot of people fall victim to impatience and they get discouraged incredibly easy when it's only been a few weeks or a few months. And then they think, well, it's not worth it anymore because I'm not getting where I want to be. But all the whole while they're ignoring all of the progress that they've made so far and that truly is heartbreaking because it's a lot of work to get into this journey and to do what you have to do and if you've accomplished even just losing some inches off your waist or being able to fit in a dress you haven't fit in for years or you feel better that's still worthy of celebrating it is and you shouldn't just brush it under the rug and ignore it and dim can i speak diminish it simply because the weight skill isn't telling you what you want to see at this time So yeah, that is pretty much it. I hope that answered your question or gave you some insight into how to answer this question for yourself. Give yourself more time than you think you need. Be patient, focus on consistency and doing good habits over time. And even if it takes you a little bit longer than you thought it was, you're still going to get there and you're still going to accomplish the goal and you're going to become a better person as a result of all of the work that you're putting in. So Yeah, I hope this was helpful, you guys. I know it's a complicated question and maybe I didn't exactly answer it the way you wanted to hear, but I hope that at least now you have the tools to to figure that answer out for yourself. And I hope that this was what you needed to hear. So with all that being said, thank you so much for listening once again. I will catch you guys in the next episode. Have a beautiful, beautiful rest of your week. Talk to you soon, guys.